because fear was a driving force in my life for ages. And once you kind of sidestep the fear and, and go do things that you're afraid to do, you start to see it doesn't really matter, you know, what fear is telling you. A lot of it might be have a hint of truth, but a lot of it's just, you know, completely off the wall, crazy and not true. Welcome back to the Success Road Podcast. My name is Joshua Rivers. I am your host on this podcast where we talk about the fact that success is not a destination. It's not something that we get to and then we stop. It is something that we reach and we continue on. It's a daily journey and a daily struggle to continue to work toward higher levels of success. And today we have an interview with Jim Woods as he shares his entrepreneurial journey as a writer. He was on the show several times before under Quality Living Made Simple, and he had talked about the different ebooks that he had co-authored and some of the different things that he could be able to talk about regarding that, regarding focus and goal setting. And so a couple of great interviews in the show notes. There are links to those other episodes, so you can go to joshuarivers.net slash 011, and you can be able to get the show notes for that. And so we are also this month talking about fathers and some things that we can be able to do. I meant to release an episode earlier this week, and I did not get that out, so that's going to be coming out in a couple days, so keep an eye out for that, and so I am going to be able to bring that back out, and so be on the lookout for that. So there are still several episodes regarding fathers that I wanted to bring out, uh, but this episode with Jim is also one that has been waiting to be released at this particular time, and so just definitely uh, listen to this. Um, it can give you some really good encouragement and some really good things. And so uh, definitely excited to be able to share this with you. And so we're going to go ahead and jump into the interview. And then uh, you can be able to uh, come back next time here in just a couple days. And you'll be able to get the uh, next part regarding the um, the study that we're doing on being a better husband and father as well. All right, Jim, so glad to have you back on the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and so it's uh, definitely exciting to be able to um, step in and kind of see you progressing even further into your journey. And so uh, you were on last time with Eric Fisher as you guys were launching uh, your second ebook together. Um, and so that was definitely fantastic uh, to be able to talk to you about that. Um, but since then, there's been a lot of uh, changes um, that have happened for you. And so last time we mentioned that um, back then you had just recently uh, launched into working for yourself. And, uh, and so now you're several months down the road um, in that journey. So I want to just go ahead and kind of recap kind of your journey going into self-employment and uh, kind of what you've done since then. Sure, Absolutely. I quit my day job. It was uh, uh, mid-August of 2014, and I just kept feeling drawn more and more to pursue uh, essentially just writing and coaching, and 
really working for myself, having more space, having more freedom, which is something that I just could not avoid any longer. I kept uh, over the of course of my entire story. I just kind of look back and there is just so clear. I was being pulled in that direction and it was Sometimes it was really, really hard. Sometimes it was gradual behind the scenes, but I kept getting pulled in this direction, pulled in this direction. And I, uh, ironically, I landed a few freelance opportunities for writing, like right after I resigned from my other job, from my uh, job as a full-time accountant, a governmental accountant. So it was like the most steady job in the world. And uh, I went from that, you know, extreme to now I'm much more in the, I'm not sure how all this is going to pan out, how this is all going to, you know, work out. But in, in retrospect, over the last eight months, it's been fantastic. And it, it really has worked out. It's just, I have to rely on my faith, you know, infinitely more. I have to uh, embrace risk. And I was just paralyzed by risk and decision-making, you know, four or five years ago. That was like my biggest... I wouldn't want to say flaw, but it was just my biggest struggle. Um, making a quick decision, I would kind of consider, you know, all of the opportunities. And I was just so extremely conservative. And I would, you know, try to, you know, figure out all the possible scenarios, which is really impossible because in some ways you're, you know, you're fooling yourself into thinking that you're in control when you really overanalyze things. So, I went from, you know, the world of I'm making X number of dollars, you know, salary every two weeks for my paycheck to now I really have to, you know, focus on what are the the wants versus the needs, what really matters, what are my real priorities. And that's kind of where I am now, Josh. And it's it's changed so much. I mean, I I, I think we want to think that we have it all figured out, but in reality, we're just all on this path and the question is, you know, which, how many steps are you taking? Where are you feeling drawn, you know, in your journey? That's very good. So, um, so you wrote two eBooks, one about goals, one about focus. And uh, now you've been able to uh, <laughs> have to put that into uh, practical application uh, in a different way. And so, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so great. Um one thing I did want to uh, mention, I, I forgot to prep you beforehand, um, but um, I, I think it kind of bears um, uh, the need of, of being mentioned uh, because people that are going through a similar um, pro uh, progress that, that you're going through, trying to transition into self-employment, going the entrepreneurial route, um, a problem that many of us have is uh, too many um, desires too many things that we want to try to go after. And, um, you had covered some things about this in some different blog posts about, um, multi-potentialite. Yeah. That's, that's the word that nobody can spell or pronounce. Right. Um, yeah, I've, I've experienced it. And this was like step one of my journey when I, I went and saw, uh, John Acuff speak, uh, back in July, 2011, and it was at the very first conference he did. It was called the Quitter Conference. And I was just a mess. I was frustrated. I was stressed. I was having all these health issues because I was like mid-nervous breakdown. And I was just sitting in this audience and listening to John talk. 
And he said, you know, what's your dream? Do you have a dream? And I'm kind of like, huh? This sounds really fuzzy. I don't get it. You know, I was just so overwhelmed. And the fact is, I think we all do have, you know, some form of dream. And I'm not going to say it's like, well, I just want to go be a writer or I just want to go be a teacher. I think that the, uh, I think we always have the opportunity to change. I think it's figuring out what it is that we enjoy doing. You know, what are your strengths? What are your like personality, um, personality traits that you have? And it's like, it was just, it was such a shifting moment when I realized, look, I don't have to pick just one thing for me. Like I discovered that story is like the core, I call it the umbrella. Everything I do kind of falls under this umbrella or overarching theme of story. And once you figure that out, it's like, well, hey, does it fit under this or not? You know, if I want to go, you know, start a podcast, does it fit under my theme? Does it fit with what I want to do? Yes or no. And you can kind of really decide really quickly. And The truth is, Josh, I think most of us have a lot of different talents and hobbies and passions. And picking just one is a great way to be miserable, to say, I'm just going to go do this one thing over here. And that was even my own um, my own story where I just yeah, I have some interests in accounting, but it's a very, you know, limited range of things that I really like to do with accounting. I like the fraud, you know, um, investigation aspect of it. I like figuring out what went wrong, but that's a really small little, you know, limited part. And I wasn't doing that in my, my uh, past job. So it just wasn't a good fit. It didn't interest me as much as it should have. And it's, it's all about just discovering, well, what, fits you what what interests you and then these skills can be applied to a lot of different things um i love playing the guitar and one of the first stories i ever found was a story i've written about you know a little kid getting a guitar for his birthday and that was like a key transition moment for me when i said whoa am i a writer what is this could i be a writer and that was like my big you know hinge moment for me and I'm passionate about the guitar for a few years when I lived in Nashville, I thought I was going to be, you know, a full-time like guitars teacher and selling guitars and doing all that. I thought that's what I was meant to be. But the truth is that was like, it was a passion, but it transitioned into an, into a hobby and it's, and hobbies are very important. I mean, a hobby can be, you know, something that really fulfills you and completes you, but Um, there's just, there's so many different things we can do now, especially online where you continue to grow and experiment and try new things. So you don't have to just say, okay, well, I just do, you know, this one thing. So that, that, that was my, that was kind of a summary of my story where, you know, I think, uh, being a writer, I could easily transition, you know, in the next few years and just, you know, not be a writer. And that doesn't really scare me as much as it used to, because I was afraid to say I'm a writer because I thought that was my only identity. But no, that's just one thing I do. It's one thing I really enjoy right now. I could go, you know, just become a podcaster or, you know, go just become a, 
I don't know, a speaker. I don't know. <laughs> but um, the opportunities are endless, Josh. Um, and I just want to encourage anyone who feels stuck or overwhelmed that a lot of this is kind of fear talking to you. And fear loves to lie to you and just say, you know, these big assumptions. Because um, fear was a driving force in my life for ages. And once you kind of sidestep the fear and and go do things that you're afraid to do, you start to see it doesn't really matter, you know, what fear is telling you. A lot of it might be, have a hint of truth, but a lot of it's just, you know, completely off the wall crazy and not true as well. Now let's jump into what you're working on now. Can you uh, let us know how your uh, journey has gone um, and, and where you're at now, what you're working on and um, of course, you have a course that is available, so we'll make sure to talk about that as well. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, you know, honestly, Josh, it's so funny because I can't even limit it just right now to one thing only. I, I still do some coaching. I love helping others who are stuck or, you know, just feel stuck or, you know, beginning writers. I, I still can tap into all of these, you know, experiences because, you know, the last you know, a few years, I've just learned so much. Um, even, even something as simple as career transition. I say simple, that's not easy. Um, I, I discovered firsthand that writing a book can be an amazing way to, you know, completely shift careers. And by that, I mean, like my first book I did, that introduced me to a lot of new people. And then you start developing relationships. And then slowly this work you know, pops up and you're like, Hey, yeah, I can, I'd be glad to help you with that. And you can literally, you know, almost rebuild your career just through writing a book or even write, even having a podcast. So, um, I I've been focused on coaching. I'm still doing some writing. I'm, I'm working on a new book. I, uh, I, it's kind of some of what we're talking about now where, you know, building our dreams, you know, building, a career, uh, making, you know, decisions that are, you know, decisions that uh, might scare a lot of people. But the reality is, you know, I think we often like to, you know, put God in a little box or even a little bubble. You know, if God's with us, we really don't have anything to be afraid of. And it's, it's been an amazing transition for me because I don't have a safety net anymore of a, you know, quote unquote, safe job. You know, I don't, I don't have that, you know, that salary where I can, you know, uh, always know that X number is coming in. And uh, I'm also uh, focused on my course, uh, Write, Publish, Share, where it really just takes people through the entire process of writing a book. Um, from the idea stage where you're wondering if it's a good idea at all to, you know, the final stages where you're off, you know, promoting and sharing the story and, you know, using promotional websites and, you know, even doing fun interviews like this, Josh. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's, that's my other, um, you know, other focus. And there's always going to be some freelance writing in the mix for me as well, where um, that, that can be a, a, a revolving door. There can always be a lot of change there. Um, and it's fun, though, for me, because I like the, the fact I can't, if I ever get bored, Josh, I only have myself to blame because, you have so many different opportunities. It's so much fun where you can kind of, you know, pick and choose 
what what do you want to focus on today? I think that's the biggest perk that I've uh, that I've discovered from being self-employed versus having someone else tell you, okay, you must go do this project. So that's that's kind of what I'm up to. Hey, can you go back to that write, publish, share? Um, yeah, maybe just see. kind of give us a deeper insight to um, what someone can expect if they sign up for that course. Sure. Write, publish, share is like the all-in-one course for writing a book. I call it the ultimate excuse remover because I originally started writing some ebooks, but I would just get stuck in the middle. And this this course takes you through the entire process. So like step one is having an idea, brainstorming. And then it takes you, you know, from that step through the rest of the writing process, the rough draft, even editing, working with an editor. Uh, first time I did that, I was scared to death. And it's not scary. It, it might appear it at first, but it's not remotely as scary as you think it is in your mind. And then going through with formatting the book, where do you publish the book? What stores do you put it on, like on Amazon or um, Barnes & Noble? Um, working with a cover designer? And even like what apps do you want to use? Do you want to just use Microsoft Word or do you want to you know, try that newer app called Scrivener? And uh, the, the final part is sharing. And I... I personally, I'm an introvert. I'm not the biggest, you know, promoter. So for me, sharing is like the mindset I love to apply. I'm sharing my story. I'm sharing a good message with you versus I'm trying to go sell you something you don't want. And I think almost all writers, honestly, all artists really struggle with this to a point where, you know, it's it's really hard. If you say, no, I don't want your product your book your story it hurts and you take offense to it it's like oh well then you're rejecting me but no that's not even it at all it's it's focusing on the story you know here's a great story i have to share with you what would you tell you know your friend that you already know um, when you're talking about your story what would you tell them you know figuring out what works really well for you because i think personalities are going to vary. Um, some of us are just going to be more outgoing when talking to other people. And some of us are just going to be a little more introverted at times and might be a little bit more hesitant. Well, this course is all about, you know, helping you find what works well for you uh, when sharing your book and, and talking to other people about it. And uh, really, I just tried to break down every single step of the process and uh, I also wrote a book to even go with it. That wasn't like my original plan, but I wanted to do a book to really make it all in one and just make it as complete as possible. And I, I really, I didn't want to put something out there that was not helpful, that wouldn't encourage people. Because the first time you write a book, that's, that's a big deal. It's a really big deal. And uh, for me, I mean, honestly, it changed my life forever. And I'm not just, you know, saying that for effect. It's it's the truth. I mean, it brought in income for me um, with my writing, which is a huge step because most bloggers I know, they're just, you know, you're spending more on on your blog than you're typically making. And it's like this complete mindset shift of, whoa, I can actually bring in, you know, income from my writing. 
And it's not just about the income. I mean, that's a, a nice, fantastic, like, I think, added bonus. But for a lot of people, even just putting out an ebook and putting it out for free on Amazon, you're going to get more exposure and more traction and reach new audiences doing that more so than you are even blogging. And I, I fr- I've seen this firsthand where, you know, there's five to six million people on Amazon like every day. And even if you're, you know, just getting a, a few hundred downloads a week or, you know, even a few hundred downloads a month of your ebook, you don't know who that is downloading that ebook and who they could share it with. And there's just such a tremendous potential. I mean, it, there's it's just it's almost like taking um, blogging to a whole completely different level because writing a book is just so much uh, more work than it is you know just publishing one blog post and I don't want to sound anti-blogging I just I think that the potential is great and there's just so much more value um, in having a great book out there with a lot of great great reviews than it is, you know, trying to draw everyone to come and just find your, your one website. Now I I wanted to go ahead and try to wrap it up a little bit. And as we do, I was wondering if you had some advice for someone that is looking at trying to um, work for themselves. Maybe there is maybe one great tip that you would like to give to them. I would say the biggest uh, the biggest thing I've seen is you have to continually communicate with your spouse. You have to be open and honest with your spouse and just continually tell them what's going on. Otherwise, it's like you're almost leading two different lives. Um, but continually, you know, talking with your spouse and just saying, look, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. This is how it's going. I held a lot of uh, my thoughts inside for a while. And I think that that just leads to stress buildup. If you're unhappy with your job, if you're unsatisfied with your life, it all adds up in some way, shape or form. And for me, I mean, I just was, I felt trapped in some ways in that I just, I thought I was completely trapped because I was, you know, the, the one providing income and my wife was a stay at home mom. And, uh, we had one, one child at the time and then we had another child. And of course, when that happened, I felt even more stressed because I thought, oh, whoa, this is even more, you know, um, responsibility, but a lot of this is mindset. If you, you know, bring your spouse on as a, as an ally, as a, you know, a team member, as a, as a partner, you, you'll start to see you have support and your spouse wants you to be happy. They want you to, you know, be the best version of yourself. And a lot of this there's a lot of money issues, you know, revolving around all of this. You don't want to, you know, go um, do something that your spouse doesn't support is what I'm trying to really get at. Um, But you just have to both be on the same page and continually communicating is the number one way to do that. And, you know, once you eventually do make the jump because it's like this, you know, fire burning inside you, 
I think it's a bit surreal, um, at least for the first few months, because you're just trying to, you know, sort things out. You're not going to be as productive as you think you will be because you're like recalibrating, reestablishing your life, your work. You know, you have to get into good routines again. Um, and I think that, I think there's a big learning curve to it. And I'm still, you know, right in the middle of it, honestly. I mean, I'm, I'm still right in the middle of this learning curve, but it's fantastic. It's exciting. It's a whole lot more rewarding than I thought it would be, but it's also really, really stressful. You don't just flip a switch and turn it off and turn it on. So I think that's the, um, my warning, if you will. Um, where you can easily become a workaholic and, you know, taking breaks becomes pretty hard. Uh, and just, especially if you're like me, I'm a writer. It's really hard for me to just sit and watch TV or, you know, watch or read a book when, you know, I'm also focused on it. Well, Hey, I need to keep growing my business. I need to, you know, focus on other, other areas as well. So, um, you know, have to give yourself some grace and, you know, just kind of accept that there is a learning curve. And um, also, I, I just would recommend getting some support, getting some coaches. I, I said coaches, plural. Yes, I have two coaches, <laughs> uh, not to mention, um, you know, great friends that support me and give it input as well and my spouse. So you really need a great team around you. Any successful, you know, self-employed person almost always has a team around them and, you know, finding the right pieces to, you know, work with you is the other, you know, other, other very important component to it. Now, how can people get a hold of that um, course, the right uh, publish share? They can just go to that URL, right. Publish share.com. Again, that's right. Publish share.com. I'm, I'm currently had the course uh, shut down kind of on hiatus for the new members, but I will be opening the course up on June 1st. And I also would like to uh, offer you know exclusive access to anyone who's a, a listener of your show, Josh, uh, just using the um, discount code Josh, J-O-S-H. Um, using that, they can get an additional $50 off the course. Ooh, Nice. Now, I always wonder how much I was worth, so now I know I'm worth $50. I appreciate All right. All right. Well, very good. I uh, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to come on uh, with us today and uh, definitely looking forward to being able to follow your journey. And um, I know a lot of great things are going to be coming your way. And uh, definitely thank you again. Thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. Definitely hope that you enjoyed that interview. And so if you again, if you want to get the show notes, you can go to joshuarivers.net slash zero one one. I would definitely encourage you to check out the other episodes that we did with Jim and then also with his co-author, Eric Fisher, in their books regarding um, goal setting and then also regarding focus. And so definitely check those out there at the show notes. If you have not done that already, some really good things, some really good books too. Definitely highly recommend getting those books and reading them. I'm going to be, I need to go back through and read those again. And so kind of get myself 
realigned, refocused, be able to kind of get some of those things back top of mind again. So definitely excited for the things that Jim has going on. Don't forget that if you are a writer and you'd like to take your writing to the next level, you can be able to jump on for just the next uh, two weeks or so. Uh, He has the course open and you can use that coupon code that he mentioned. And so definitely take advantage of that. And so as I mentioned here in just a couple weeks, we are going to be having the next episode where we are talking about being better fathers. The last episode that we talked about, we talked mainly about what it means to be a provider as a father. And so this next one, we are going to focus on what it means to train up your child in the way that he should go. And some of the different things about training and teaching your children, be able to uh, raise them up. And so we're going to look at several things regarding that. Um, Also, during the rest of the month, we're going to look at what it means to be a protector and some other things as it relates to fatherhood and being a better husband. And so we've got a couple different things that we're going to be looking at. So if you have any questions or anything that you're wondering what my take is on it or uh, what the Bible says, I would definitely love to be able to take a look at that and be able to explore that together. And so you can leave me a comment or a message. If you go to the website, joshuarivers.net, you can be able to Get a hold of me and let me know. Or uh, something I haven't mentioned in a while is you can uh, follow me on Twitter if you haven't already. So my handle there is at Joshua W. Rivers. And so definitely would love to be able to connect with you there as well. And so if you have a question, just let me know. And I'd love to be able to include it in the show as well. So with that, we're just going to go ahead and uh, sign off. And God bless.